Hello, and welcome to From My RPG Library. This is the show where I grab a book off my shelf and give you my thoughts on it. Today, I'm going to be talking about the book, The Chicago Folios from the Onyx Path Publishing. This is a supplement for Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition and was a stretch goal unlocked during the Kickstarter campaign for Chicago by Night. All right, let's get into the technical aspects of this book. The Chicago Folios is available for purchase on DriveThruRPG in PDF and POD formats. The book is published by The Onyx Path Publishing and is written by Dale Andre, John Burke, Matthew Dawkins, Joshua Allen Detch, Jose Garcia, Clara Herbel, Lauren Roy, Bianca Savazzi, Hilary Sklar, Mike Tomasek, and editing is done by Heather Rigby. Cover art is uh, by Michael Gatos. Interior art by Sam Denmark, Michael Gatos, Felipe Giona, Marco Filoni, Amy Wilkins, Ken Meyer Jr., and Michelle Giorgi. Logo design was by Meredith Gerber, art direction and design by Mike Cheney, and this book was developed by Matthew Dawkins. Now, before I go too far, I just want to specify this book is really, it's a supplement to be used with Chicago by Night. I'd imagine there's, well, there's definitely some ways that you can use this book as a standalone product, but if you're going to use the hooks that are developed within this book, you want to have the Chicago by Night book because it references pages within that book. So if you want it to make sense and you want that continuity, you need to use this book with the Chicago by Night book, which is also conveniently available on DriveThruRPG. So the book weighs in at 177 pages and carries a price tag of up to $45 depending on how you wanted it presented to you. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about each part of the book. I don't want to go into a whole lot of details about some of the chapters because really that is the meat of the book. And if you happen to be a player who's listening to this, I don't want to spoil anything for you within those hooks. We'll touch on them lightly, but we're not going to go into a whole bunch of detail on the hooks themselves. So let's start with the opening of the book. The opening of the book is a piece of fiction uh, about the infamous wolf pack. Readers of Beckett's Jihad Diary or Chicago by Night 2nd Edition should recognize the wolf pack and their leader, Tyrus. Uh, this is the gangrel uh, wolf pack, the biker gang. Uh, this is an entertaining story about the wolf pack and how they are adapting to their place in modern day Chicago. I, I really enjoyed this. I like seeing the change from you know this this classic this iconic group of, of gangrel and how they again are adapting to their place in chicago and how they're realizing they need to grow their pack i thought it was really well done the introduction of the book is next and this is really an executive summary of what you're going to find within the book it explains that chicago is a vast domain that can easily intimidate storytellers and this book is designed to help work through those issues that may come up. This is super helpful if you just want a quick overview on where to find a certain bit of information, such as uh, if you're looking for just the Camarilla story as well, you can quickly look at the introduction and say, okay, I need to turn to this page and here's all the Camarilla stories. Uh, I really like the introduction. Again, I thought it was a great executive summary of what I'm going to get in the book. And it provided me with, like I said, those page numbers so I can just jump straight to those sections that I might want to read. I especially like that they broke down the stories into types, meaning if you want to or if you like to run just, say, political stories, here's the stories you want to check out. Or if you like to run stories on faith, jump to these stories and etc. 
Again, I said I didn't want to go into a lot of details about the meat of the book, which is chapters 1 through 4. We're going to touch on these lightly, but I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Let's see. Chapter 1 is all Camarilla based. Therefore, you get your chronicle hooks and characters that focus strictly on the Camarilla. There's a lot of really good hooks in here. Uh, some really interesting things for you to look at. Chapter 2 goes into the Anarchs of Chicago. I have to say, this is one chapter that I really enjoyed. First, there's this awesome story hook about the Lilies that I thought would be really neat to throw into any Anarch story in the Windy City. Next, there's also just stories that about Anarchs that are directly related to the Camarilla section, and I really enjoyed those tie-in stories like that. Chapter 3 is for the Independence. Here we have the Hakata, the Caitiff, some of the Ministry, and again, these were very well done. Chapter 4, I thought this was cool because now, especially if you're a fan of, like, religion and spiritualism within your vampire games or if you're a fan of the cults of the blood gods kickstarter uh, this is where you're going to get the ability to bring religion into the game you get things like the bahari the cult of mithras the church of cain all of these are represented in this section and will add an air of religious horror to your stories this section also brings the sabbat into b into v5 now before you get your hopes up, understand that this is a plot hook that deals with a lone Sabbat member who was assigned to Chicago. We still have no clue what has befell the Sabbat in the modern V5 times. Sorry friends, we're just going to have to wait. So those are the plot hooks, chapters 1 through 4. Okay, so you have the Camarilla, the Anarchs, the Independence, and then you have the Spiritualism, the Religious section. These were really well done. These are great plot hooks that give you just enough to get you going. They give you the pertinent characters. They tell you what could happen uh, and, and how to use it and possible outcomes. And it just really, really well done. I advise you as a storyteller to read through those and pick one, especially if you're struggling to try to figure out what you want to do with with your, your chronicle in Chicago, uh, or if you just need some inspiration. These are great things to look at. Speaking of inspiration, chapter five is the character folios. So chapter five is all about the characters of Chicago that were not represented in the Chicago by Night core book. This section is broken down by clan. It gives us backgrounds, stats, and other pertinent information for the character that they're talking about. There's not a ton of characters in this chapter, one and two for each clan, but it really, that's a lot. Uh, it does give you great information about how you can work these characters into your stories. Even if you choose not to use the plot hooks represented in chapters one through four, there are still great ways to work these characters into the game. And I want to point out, yes, the La Sombra are included in this section. Oh, and another character that I really enjoyed seeing was Al Capone. I know Al Capone's been dead for years, but it's the world of darkness, and you I just don't think you can have Chicago without Al Capone. Am I right? So that's Chapter 5, the character folios. Chapter 6 is lore sheets. Now, lore sheets are fairly new for V5, and I thought these were really interesting, and I think they can be confusing too. So let's just let's talk a little bit about this. So these are pretty damn cool if you ask me, but again, there's a bit of a catch. Uh, remember, lore sheets are part merit and part metaplot tie-in. These only work if the storyteller and the player commit to the lore sheet. 
For example, the very first lore sheet is Archon. Depending on how many dots you put into this, uh, you can be an undercover agent for the Archon to actually possessing the blood of an Archon that you can use. Uh, so, and we're talking like from one to five here. And the other thing to keep in mind is that it's possible to expend or even exhaust the lore sheet. You need to keep that in mind too. Most of the lore sheets in this section are pretty general. They're usable by players of any clan, uh, while others tend to be more specific. Meaning, some of the lore sheets state that you are descendants of, cer of a certain vampire. Well, if that certain vampire has, it happens to be, say, a Malkavian, and you want to play a Ventru, that's not going to work. Clearly, you're going to have to go ahead and play a, a Malkavian. Lore sheets are a great way to get your players invested not only in the game, but in their characters as well. If they're going to take them, make sure you use them. There's a dozen new lore sheets in this book, and I think they're all worth reading through and looking over. So there's only seven chapters in this book, and the final chapter is all about blood sorcery. Blood sorcery, as we know, is thaumaturgy, and there are some really neat blood sorcery rituals that they've added to Chicago that they couldn't squeeze in the Chicago by Night book. Um, some of these you might even think they borderline uh, necromancy. Oh wait, sorry, that's oblivion. Um, because you can speak with the dead with some of them. Of course, there's limitations to what the ritual will allow the caster to do. So it's not exactly Oblivion or how Oblivion works. There are rituals designed to force lupines to change to their wolf form or to reveal vampires hidden in the earth with protein and more. Now, I have to admit, I don't have a lot of experience with thaumaturgy slash blood sorcery, either in V5 or other Vampire the Masquerade's editions. I do have a lot of experience with thaumaturgy in Mind's Eye Theater, but that was a long, long time ago. Still, I thought these rituals looked like they could be very devastating and incredibly helpful to the caster. I clearly need to learn more about blood sorcery. So that's all seven chapters of this book, and I just wanted to give you some my thoughts on what I thought of this, okay? The Chicago Folios is a excellent supplement to Chicago by Night, but it's just that. It's a supplement to Chicago by Night. Yes, I know there's ways that you could use this book by itself, but really, why would you? There are so many references to Chicago by Night that it would make it difficult to do anything without having, well, Chicago by Night. The exception, of course, being the lore sheets and the blood sorcery rituals and, of course, the character folios. So if you're someone who doesn't want to use Chicago by Night, but you still want to run a story uh, and you want to use these as inspiration or even in your other chronicles, you can. That's that, And that's great. The Chicago folios are fantastic. This book will help storytellers add a richness and depth to their Chicago-based chronicles while giving players an opportunity to add more intrigue to their backgrounds with the lore sheets or magical options with blood sorcery rituals. From an aesthetic standpoint, the book is spot on. The layout, the use of space, and the continuity are very well done. Once again, Onyx Path has put out a book that exceeds expectations. So if you have Chicago by Night and you're considering purchasing this book, I highly encourage you to do so. It is well worth the money that you put out. Well, 
that's it. That's it for this episode. If you enjoy these reviews, please check out my review of Vampire the Masquerade book, The Fall of London. You can also find me on the 307 RPG podcast, where my co-host Nolan and I talk about all sorts of different tabletop RPGs. You can find this show and the 307 RPG podcast by going to 307RPG.com. If you have any suggestions or comments, please drop me a line at Twitter at 307RPG. If you like this show or you happen to be a fan of the 307RPG podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening.